Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Hola amigos, and good afternoon. Sure. Welcome to 2019. New JoJo, new era. Not yet, we've still got two episodes left of part four. Uh, but I like part four. Me what too. Just, I'm going to be just... sad to see it go. Why don't we just stay on it, please? Let's just go back to the start of part four. <laughs> Why don't Much angels... like a certain Hayato Kawajiri did when he kept blowing up his friends. Uh, so yes. next episode, you're going to die, and then I'll be sent back in time to uh, Josuke Hikishikata meets Jotaro Kujo. Uh-huh. Yep, I follow, I follow. And that's why I have pre-knowledge of the episodes this whole time. Not because I've watched JoJo before, but because I've done this all before. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, not a time traveller. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Recap and Discussion Podcast, where we are rescapping, we're rescapping, and rescaping, decussing. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable. If this is your first episode, don't make this your first episode. It's near <laughs> the end of a story. Go back to the start of Part 4, or wait a little while till the start of Part 5. You know, either or. If you want to be current, wait until Part 5. But if you want to be cool... Let's do a bit of housekeeping, actually, while we're talking about Part 5 coming up. Okay. So, obviously, next week's episode is the last episode of Part 4. Okay. Uh, Then we're probably going to watch the two uh, Kashibe Rohan OVAs, uh, assuming I can track down a a good copy of them. Yes! Uh, So that'll that'll be two weeks. Then we normally like to take a week off uh, between parts just to refresh the palette. Mm -hmm. Wait, Uh, is there only two OVAs of Rohan? I believe so. There's only two? I mean, they were just on, like, DVD releases and stuff. Disgusting. The other wrinkle in that is I'm moving house in a few weeks. That could um, cause an internet disruption, which could disrupt our schedule. But um, peep the Twitter for more info on that if it occurs. <laughs> if we're suddenly gone for, like, a month, we know why. Yeah. It's because you've been shanked in your new house. <laughs> yep. It was inevitable, really. You got shanked by your own shank. But I digress. Today, we watch the 38th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. Is entitled Crazy Diamond is Unbreakable, or, or as Crunchyroll saw f- saw fit to put it, Shining D parentheses Diamond is Unbreakable, <laughs> and now, I don't know why. Now we had some interpretation that people didn't want it to be Dick, but they never call him Shining D. No, this episode, Liam. no Nick. What this episode covers chapters? Oh, four hundred thirty-one through 435 of the manga. And is brought to you, Liam, almost personally, because I have a name here to read out. Makes sense. By Mark Gius? Mark Guys? Give me a spell. G-E-I-S. Ah, Mark Geese. Mark Geese. The D&D spell that lets you mind control someone. What, mind geese? Geese. Oh, nice. Honk. (sighs) Is it mind control just because it's insufferably aggressive? Anywho, you excited for the Unlimited Goose Game? I am. I mean, um, what's it called? It's actually called... Untitled Goose yeah, Game. I misread it once as Unlimited Goose Game. Unlimited I'm Mark really into Geese. that. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Unlimited Mark Geese. You demand. Shall I just start saying you demand to all of our patrons just to be like, you demand? No. No? You should keep it personal. Change it up for each one. Hmm. Thank you, Mark Geese, for being... A very aggressive I mean, bird. you haven't used you to man yet, so... Oh, okay, it still counts then. You to geese. <laughs> Hi, I'm you to geese. <laughs> what? You've done that joke like five times today. It's a problem. <laughs> Nick? Yes? I want to share with you <gasps> some words of wisdom. Yes. From my friend and your friend. Yes. Hirohika Araki in the final author's note of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable. And it's also the first five chapters or so of... Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, part five, uh, Ugon no Kaze, a.k.a. Vento Oreo, uh-huh. a.k.a. Golden Wind. Gotcha. Uh, which we will be discussing much more uh, over the next few weeks. As when, hang on, when do you say the next few weeks? Do you mean the next, like, 30-something weeks? Yes, but as we will probably have some retrospective stuff to do next week and then a lot of intro stuff when we finally get into part five, I figured yes. I'd get this out of the way now. <laughs> it's like, welcome to Italy. Forget JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as you know it. It's funny you say that, Nick. Oh, fuck. Okay, great. Apparently, Uh in Italy, they don't use the letter J, except in foreign or obsolete words. So the name JoJo doesn't exist. It'll be pronounced something like Yo-Yo. So, for part five, starting on page 71, I stayed faithful to the Italian language and made the main character's name Giojo. 
That's G-I-O-G-I-O. Geo-Geo. Geo-Geo. Yeah. That's how you pronounce that. Geo-Geo. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, fine. Fine. As a side note, it seems they don't have an H sound either. So Hirohiko would become Iroiko. Like, what? Who is that? (laughs) Or Iroiko, I suppose. (laughs) Who is this mysterious H-less man? Much in the same way he's ageless. <laughs> ageless and ageless. That's what it says on his business card when he's in Italy. Hirohiko Araki. Ageless and ageless. If you need a manga drawn, just make sure it doesn't include the word hefty. Hefty. Sorry, hefty. Bit of Cockney rhyme and slang. Oh, it's good. we got an hefty... Uh, we got an hefty lad here, Hefty boys. low to lift down at the docks. I'll tell you what. It's not is... rhyming slang. No, but... With... Just an accent. What's chufty in Italian? I have no idea. <laughs> I barely know what chuffed is in English. <laughs> oh, man. Well, part five's going to be a trick if there's tr- a trick. It's going to be a trick. Part five's going to be a trick. It's going to be a trick. Part five's going to turn some tricks. Yeah, it's going to be a trip if there's no J. So, Jojo. Jojo, why you don't speak with your accent? No, Get ready for a lot of that. And I'm really sorry because I don't know if that flies these days. <laughs> but I know it's going to happen. A pretentious amount of casual racism. I've got Italian family. I can say that, right? Well, you have Italian family? I've got some Italian family. Oh, well, I have Italian ancestry, so that counts. Uh, I think we're pushing it. Oh, no. But we digress. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, Episode 38, Crazy Diamond is Unbreakable, a.k.a. Shining D, parentheses, Diamond, and parentheses, is Unbreakable. Part 2. The Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) We open. Smash cut. Two. A shot of... The Pepsi sign being dappled oh. by sunlight as the rain clears. Now, Jodoro and Koichi can hear all the screaming they want because the rain stopped. Hmm, but can they identify a single human being? And we get a lot of nice shots of like sunlit dew dappling the grass and things like that. We get the background music of spring. Oh, I was going to go into um. I tried learning the lyrics to that just so I could be in Japanese in English because I don't know Japanese. I was going to say that seems like a challenge. Yes, but there is an English cover ah, which makes it way more convenient. Uh, but also it's but I only know the first line. I also feel like any. English cover of a Japanese song just sounds really fucking weird. If you, oh yeah, you know how when you know how there's a a, um, a method to improvising songs where like it's basically just the hoedown. Don't know what that means, but it's basically just uh, you know keeping it going, hitting the the rhymes as much as you can. But if you pay attention, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's what any Japanese song translated like. You know the Smash anime opening theme. Colors weave into, into a spire of flame. flame. Something, yeah, something, 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 something remain. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like this almost makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it does make sense in game. <laughs> well, the colors do weave into a spiral of flame. Protect your soul against the undying light. Uh, yeah. Something, 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 something. Somebody once told me. (laughs) So you're telling me that all improv boils down to that song. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, Kasaku Kawajiri, a.k.a. Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist, is calling his boss on his phone being like, Yeah, so, um... I'm going to be late for work today because my son's being a bad boy and I need to discipline him. Yes, I understand it'd be trivial for anyone else. And he's doing a lot of street bowing while he's on the phone. Well, you have to, out of respect. They can hear the bowing. Yes. Have you ever been to Japan? Nope. Those motherfuckers are polite. (laughs) They are very, very uh, nice. A friend of mine was telling me a story about his trip to Japan and he and his friends had gone out for a night on the town. And mm-hmm. as they were coming home and like, you know, it was a bit late, um, there was some like rough and rowdy boys like tussling in the in the street ahead of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were like, oh, you know, coming from Perth, this is usually a um a sign to like, you know, just be ready for anything. Sure. But as they got close, all these um all these these delinquent youths with their big Josuke hairstyles and all that mm-hmm. saw them coming, stood up straight, bowed, and let them pass. <laughs> 
See, it's stories like this that make me go, is my, like, stereotypical view of Japan that they're all really polite wrong? Is it racist to think that? No, no. <laughs> if you go over there and delinquents will stop fighting. Just I mean, like, look, I'm assuming oh. this story is true. I mean, I can tell you many more stories from our mutual friend Kieran, who lives in Japan. But that's a story for another time. To be continued. Do, do, do. What was that? That was me trying to do the opening guitar strains of Roundabout. That was trying to I'm do I'm doing roundabout. a lot of bad music this episode. Good. It's um, it's a bit of a vibe. So we open on the Pepsi sign and then <laughs> uh, Mr. Man. Yeah, Mr. Man is like, manner. sorry, gonna be late. I'm very, very sorry. Please don't yell at me. And then he hangs up and Kira's like, God, I hate Kasaku Kawajiri. He's, he's such a work cuck. <laughs> He wanted to get up the fucking corporate ladder by apologizing. Ooh, I'm not about that. I'm a samurai. Josuke is trying to lure me into this house, but I don't want to go into that house because that'll be playing right into Josuke's hands. So I'm going to kill him from out here. Anyway, I'm just going to go and look through this window for a little bit and surely nothing consequential will come of that. Hmm. And to be fair, it doesn't. I mean, ish. Very ish. How long term are we talking here in inconsequential? For Kira. Mm-hmm. He's standing there and this guy, this like rando dude. Oh yeah. Rando Joe, the Morio man. <laughs> rando Joe? He's like, hey, why are you looking in that window? Are you some sort of creeperzoid? I live next door to Rico-chan who lives here and I'm definitely not a big creeperzoid uh, but I'm watching out for big creeperzoids like you even though I was contemplating sleeping past noon. Uh, Liam, two things. Number one, your overbite is on point. Thank you. <laughs> two, it's not Rico, it's Rio. And I'm walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like this is a point in your favour for not remembering the name of the lady whose underwear we're about to witness. Yeah, so like, people have been stealing Rio's underwear and I disapprove of that. Definitely not me doing it. So you should skedaddle, man. Go on, get out of here. Yeah, you better run. So, uh, Yoshikage Kira mm-hmm. turns around, wordless. He's like, hmm. And, and the guy it. is like, oh, look, underwear on a stick. <laughs> Shit, that's, that's literally what it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And this like... Presumably Rio's lacy underwear on the stick there. I guess Killer Queen just like smashed through the window and grabbed it or something. Hang on a minute. The window wasn't smashed though. No, but remember so, how, remember how um, Jotaro got all that shit into his jail cell? Stands. Yeah. But at the same time... Stands. That's Jotaro though. Stands. Okay, all right. In the place where you live. Now face north. Oh. Think about direction. Wonder why you haven't found north. Is it because I'm looking east? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is high quality I really content. wanted that song to be the... Um, the Wait, that was a song? Stand by R.E.M. Oh, fuck. Okay. I really wanted that to be the um, end credits of uh, part four, but I'm glad we got what we got. Hmm. I'm mixed feelings with what we got. <laughs> he hasn't grown on you? Um. Well, I feel like it's because I had to make a song for this part and you were like, just make it like Savage Garden. I went, oh. I only said Savage Garden once and you really latched onto well, that. It was like the perfect motif of like, oh, it was the 90s. Who was enormous in the 90s? Savage motherfucking garden. Savage Gazzy. Yeah. Anyway, They're so Australian. he's like, underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big lustful close up on his mouth as he licks his lips nervously. I could take the underwear on the stick. I could have Rio's underwear. And then he touches it and he explodes. And as he's exploding, uh, his eyes fall onto the underwear. And he's like, I'm so happy. Disintegrate. (laughs) I finally got to touch her. My eyes are out of my sockets. And now I die. And he does. Yep. With reckless abandon. Let's do a quick in memoriam roll for our rando Joe Mario guy now. The colors weave into a spiral. Hey, I don't think you should be touching Rio's underwear, Kira. Oh, now I'm touching the underwear, Kira. Tell Rio I love her. Rio's pants. In memoriam, Shigechi. Alfred. Alfred? Alfred? Is it Albert? Alfred, the dog. Arnold. Arnold. Raimi Sugimoto. Raimi. Rio. 
Rio's panty wanter. Kate Show. Kate Who's Kate Show? Oh, Okiasu's bro. Yeah, we yeah. see him this episode. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a ghost. He's just an asshole. Uh, Koichi. Because... <gasps> no. No, no, he's not dead, but let's just remember him just briefly. Hazamata. He's not dead, but I wish he was. <laughs> the OP happens. There are sound effects. It's cool. It is cool. It's forward this time because things aren't going backwards. Yeah, it was cool when um those shots of like Yukako and jo- uh, Rohan uh, and then Koichi, Jotaro and Okiyasu coming into frame and then striking a pose and smashing into colour got a really good like impact sound. It's good. It's good shit. Mm. There was like a, a clock or record fast forwarding noise as the big justice clock at the end is... Uh, forwarding because of course justice is a ticking clock coming inevitably for yoshikage kira but that's about it really is it inevitable or do we have free will this feels like it's outside the scope of the podcast (laughs) this feels like a loaded question (laughs) this feels like you've got one of your signature rants you want to go on well i'm just thinking about free will lately because i've been thinking about free will lately but was i thinking about free will at all or was I conditioned into it? Nick's been playing Neo Automata. So Shit. I feel like that puts a button on that little monologue. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But what is family? They're in the house. They're in there. The phone line's been cut. Just like in a Jason movie. Josuke and what's his name? Hayato Kawajiri. Hayato is all like, you know, we got to figure out which entrance he's coming They're in. They're in a big windowless furnitureless room. <laughs> you know, now that you say it out loud... <laughs> It does seem more In the middle of the house. Well, not the middle. They're on like a wall, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they are. They must be on an external facing wall because of what happens. No, they have windows. They're just draped with curtains. No, this room had no windows, but the windows in the rest of the house were draped with curtains. Oh. Oh, okay. But it's not much of a distinction. It doesn't matter. Josuke's all like, oh, no, Okiyasu's dead. Now I have to kill Kira in retribution. That was already going to happen, but okay. Yeah. Now I'm just... More personally motivated, because my best friend, or something more, has been murdered. Uh, ooh, implications. Hayato, stand over there next to that big crack. The one distinguishing feature in this room. Hayato goes over to the one distinguishing feature in the room and is all like, hmm, let's make sure he doesn't come in any of the doors. Yeah. Hmm, my hair's moving. It's flopping about. Why would it be flopping about, Liam? And there's a big close-up, like a big, um... Symbolic close-up on Killer Queen's arm as we slowly pan down it as Kira's all like, uh, Oh, yes, I know where Josuke is and I'm gonna kill him. Me, 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 me. Because. Because. Because, 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 because. Because of all the shit he explodes. <laughs> what are we even doing today? Oh, I'm on the verge of a nervous <laughs> breakdown. Anyway, um, Hayato's hair is... Rustled by the wind as uh, an air bubble comes through that big conspicuous crack in the wall. And And he's like, like, "Hmm." no, an air bubble. Dodge it, Josuke, dodge it. And Josuke grabs an ashtray full of ash, throws it all around and he's like, ah, now we can see and now I can easily dodge. But as he easily dodges, the air bubble easily follows. What? But how is that even possible? He can't see in the room. There are no windows. There aren't even distinguishing features. (laughs) It must be automatically tracking you. And Josuke, to his credit, is like, no, because he's already got an automatic tracking thing and I don't think this is how it works because it tracks the heat and I threw some cigarettes over there and it's not doing that. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, so fuck you, Hayato. All right, you had a good idea, but fuck off. Hayato looks out the window and he sees Kiro just like lurking around the, um, the, the gate, like peeking in. It'd be good if throughout this episode, bystanders kept coming up to him like, hey, why are you just like staring into this house? Well, we have had one, but he exploded. It'd be good if it just kept happening. Does he keep exploding them? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, mister, why are you here? Now I can finally kill Josuke. Yeah. Josuke runs upstairs, but he also, he hatches a cunning scheme. How cunning are we talking? Pretty cunning. It requires a very intimate understanding of the way his powers work vis-a-vis his own blood. Mm, That feels like something you'd probably know about at this point, maybe. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know how Kira's watching me, but I'm gonna do this. When I bleed, I can't fix myself. But when my blood dries, it doesn't count as part of me anymore for some reason. So I can use my fixing powers to make it all glom together to itself. And earlier, I turned my own blood into a knife and threw it at Kira, if you recall. Uh, yep. 
Yep, sure, uh-huh, yep, I'm with you, I'm with so, you. So, I can grab this conspicuously heart-shaped shard of glass, put my own blood on it, let it dry, then fix it so it returns the blood on Kira, making a perfect homing bullet, but he doesn't explain all this now so there's cool dramatic tension later. Because a You've gr- ruined it for a, everyone! A good rule of storytelling is if someone explains their plan uh-huh. beforehand, it's not going to work. But if they don't, and you just see it unfolding, mm-hmm. it'll probably work. What about, Maybe with some hiccups. What about if it does work, and you have explained it, but it's obviously very difficult? I feel like the way- yeah, when- the best way to do that is when it's one of those like cool heist montages yeah. where it's they're all around the table planning and it's like you need to distract the gu- the guards. Cut to the face guy distracting the guards while they're still talking, and and then you'll go in through the mine shaft. <laughs> yep, the mine shaft. <laughs> <laughs> so the casino is <laughs> it's <laughs> a literal gold mine. <laughs> Ocean's oh thirteen coming now. Dude, we're up to like Ocean seventeen. No, because they went back. They went back. Yeah, for the lady oh. one. There's a lady one? Yeah. Oh. It's like seven or something? Or eight? Oh, that's right! But I thought we already had Ocean's 13. I don't care. Oh. I just don't care. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) You know, we've come this far in JoJo's world and now it's like, you know what? Our conversations don't matter. It's a new year. It's 2019. 2019, a year to care less than we've ever cared before. You were saying, oh, I could just not take notes. And then immediately afterwards, pulled out your phone and started taking notes. I took much more vague notes than I normally do. I just like hit the key beats. Oh, okay. Like, and if there was a particular camera flourish I wanted to remember or... Or a a colour switch. Exactly, yeah. Mm. The really important JoJo's moments. The ones that you come here for. that we remember. The ones that are like... I understand why this is an anime worth watching. But because if, it's batshit. But if we remember, why did you write it down? So that I would make sure I remembered and talked about it on the pod. Because it, there's a difference between remembering something in your mind uh-huh. and being in the moment of the pod. Where you just have to keep talking no matter what. No. No, I don't see it. Okay. Well, I've recorded a lot more podcasts than you, Nick. <laughs> Josuke ran upstairs and he gets exploded by the um the bubble. And like bits of stair banister stick into his net, his leg and his hip. And he's in a real bad way. He's like, well, I might be fucked this time. Meanwhile, the heart-shaped bullet of glass flies out at Kira's face. Killer Queen appears and effortlessly deflects it. Kira monologues a bit about how he's great and he's going to kill Josuke with his next explosion. As he's about to do that, the thing comes back around and shoots him in the back. And he's all like, what? Josuke Higashikata shooting Kira in the back like a hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. To be fair, he is facing quote unquote him. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm not sure this really counts. Back to back, they faced each other, drew their swords and shot each other. Except for Josuke. He just shot him in the back. <laughs> so as, um, as Kira is like, oh, I've been shot in the back. Gotta hide for a little bit. Josuke looks out the... The window and sees that he's on the phone. Unusual that Kira would be on the phone at a time like this. Wait, maybe Josuke he, does this? Maybe he's texting uh one eight hundred nine five five six five five to enter a sweet cheese TV competition. <laughs> Man, that is a reference that <laughs> That's for about six of our listeners. Wow. God damn. <laughs> Make sure you get your parents' permission first. I entered so many competitions to win a copy of Pokemon Red version. And I didn't win any of them. Oh, wow. I remember I I entered a competition for PC Powerplay when I was like 13 or 14. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I won. Hey. And I got a business card of PC Powerplay that was like, you're done good, kid. Have some Civilization games. And I was like, fuck yeah. Sweet. You know what my answer for it was? What civilization should there be in Civilization the game? Ninjas. <laughs> Modern day. That was my answer. I once entered a competition on a little website called Game Cloud. Oh, did you win? I did. I oh, wrote an essay well, about well. something. <laughs> was it The Witcher? I won The Witcher. Hey. But I hadn't realised when I was entering the competition because I didn't read it closely enough. That the copy of The Witcher I'd be winning was for the Xbox One, which I don't own. Great. And the copy of The Witcher comes with a big thing emblazoned on it being like... Not for resale. Review copy. Don't sell. You know what's really funny about that? Our mutual friend Ben also won a copy of The Witcher (laughs) from GameCloud. (laughs) And he also didn't own an Xbox One. Yay. So he got it and was like, Nick, do you want to take this back? And I'm like, I don't own an Xbox One. I don't want this. 
So the first person who gives us $100 a month on Patreon can get a copy of The Witcher 3 signed by us. <laughs> but it's not for resale. Yeah. It's technically not a sale if we're gifting it to them. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dearie me. Kira's like, I'm going to shoot one final bomb. And there's a really cool, like, camera pan up and around Stray Cat, then down Killer Queen's arm. He's like, make bubble, turn into bomb. Why use many word when few word do job? Yeah, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, okay, hang on. Let's dissect that for a second. <laughs> no, let's not. Okay, all right. Josuke is like, oh, I'm in a real bad way. Hayato, can you, uh... Reach into my pocket and grab that lighter for me. I've got a cunning scheme. So Hayato's all like, okay. And Josuke's deliberately speaking really vaguely here. Yeah. So he's like, okay, here he you go. Here's but the I don't understand because the smoke didn't help see the air bubbles. And it's a really big one, so you won't need it. Yeah, but Hayato, I've got a plan. It's not the air bubbles I want to see. I want to see something else entirely. Now stand here while I set you on fire. So he, so he puts the lighter underneath his... His vest? His vest, I Holds guess. it there for a good... Have you seen... Are you familiar with um, Super Dickery? Are we talking a show here? No, this or? is a... Um, I think it's defunct now, but it was a, a website that was cataloguing a bunch of various old... Mostly old, but some new Superman comics. Mostly covers for the gimmick purposes of getting a cheap sale. Yeah. Of Superman just being a royal dick. Are these the ones where it's like... He just punches someone in the face, goes, you're safe now, and then flies off. One of my favourite ones is Lois Lane is an astronaut and she's in space. Mm -hmm. And the cover is her looking horrified in her astronaut suit, mm -hmm. uh, monologuing and describing what she and we see, which is, gasp, Superman snapping my air hose because I won't marry him. Oh my. <laughs> and obviously the gimmick with these things is that like when you read it, there's a reason it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And just... It's sensationalist so clickbait. The one that Josuke burning Hayato like this reminds me of is when um, the Jimmy Olsen comic in which Superman has adopted Jimmy Olsen, you know, his, uh, Clark Kent's young reporter friend. No, okay. but go on. Yep. Superman has adopted Jimmy Olsen uh, and Jimmy has gotten Superman a nice coat for Father's Day. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Superman is using his heat vision to burn it, being like, no, you have to learn your lesson, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josuke is just there setting fire to his vest to be like, no, you have to learn your lesson. Setting fire to his symbolic son and, and, uh, and inheritor of the golden heart of Mario through these experiences. You need to learn to get better hair, my boy. <laughs> yeah. And through these trials and tribulations, you too will learn to get a sweet pomp. <laughs> anyway, I don't think Kira is watching me at all. I think he's listening to me. And then Ghost Dad flies out of Hayato's vest pocket. And he's all like, ah! Josuke uses Crazy Diamond to quickly snatch the phone out of his hands. And he's all like, all right. Let's just play this cool and calm, shoot the bubble. So yeah, the big bubble is still coming in. And then Josuke starts whispering into the phone in a real raspy voice, much like a certain ghost dad might have. Ah, how very cunning. No one would ever be able to tell the difference between a 90-year-old man and a 17-year-old boy who's pretending to be an old man. My understanding is it's very hard to distinguish between voices on the phone when, when one's whispering. We should test this one day. We don't have to. Yeah, I don't want to call you. <laughs> So he's all like, all right, now just move three meters forward. Then three meters upwards. And uh, Kira's like, that sounds reasonable. And there's a beautiful shot where he's saying that as the bubble is like pushing, thrusting vigorously against his face. Mm, but not exploding on him. And he's like, move it forward. Now shake it real nice. Up, down, and shake it all about. <laughs> now. Do the hokey pokey, brother. <laughs> and you turn around, my beautiful son. Much like the war economy. <laughs> uh, long story short, uh, he explodes Ghost Dad and then he shoots Kira in the back again. And Kira's all like, what? What is happening? <gasps> he must have figured it out. No, uh, Kira is like, no, I did it. Yes. And then Josuke on the phone is like, yep, you sure blew up your dad's ghost. Now get ready to be exploded by your own bomb, bucko. Yeah, I guess that's really what happened to uh, Yoshihiro Kira. Yoshihiro Kira? You say his name in bewilderment every time I say his name. Who the fuck is Yoshihiro? The dad. What? Oh, yeah! <laughs> fuck. 
Wait, why are we talking about the dad? Because he just exploded. Oh, like by his, his son's own... own bomb. Yeah. So really, the long game didn't pay off for him at all by no, having no. a son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I didn't think my son would be the death of me, but I thought he would be the ghost death of me. <laughs> so here I am floating around immortally. Consider this ghost busted. And Josuke's like, down the phone, busting makes me feel good. I'm in a lot of pain right now. There is no Yoshihiro. There's only Josuke. Oh, no. Someone asks you if you're a stand user, you say yes. Why? Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then, um, I don't know, Jotaro is dressed as Napoleon and he gets a blowjob from a ghost. Great, moving on. And scene. (laughs) He gets shot in the back again and then he has like a big monologue about how life is hard, but he's going to do it. He's going to kill Josuke. And then he looks up and Josuke's right there and Josuke is being so cool right now. (laughs) Unbelievable. So can I... Can I just point out to the listeners who didn't see this? On your hair, there's like a little bit that hangs off to the side. Almost like a ploof. A swish, if you will. It's my undone hair fringe. When you did So Cool You Nodded, so vigorously so you undid it from its natural resting position. Oh, I really got to get that Josuke brand hair product, (laughs) evidently. Point of order. Uh Josuke's hair, still immaculate. He's been exploded twice today. Mm Mm-hmm. Bleeding from the head severely. Got Fallen from a stair got case. two wooden banisters sticking out of his right side. Uh-huh. Yep. I think his left side, our right, when we look at him. Yeah. But see, the gel isn't part of mm. him, so he can always repair it. And he's standing there, and he's staring down Kira, and, like, this is, to my mind, one of the coolest moments of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. Josuke is there. He's like, oh, you're in my range now, Kira. Let's do this. Brief aside while Hayato recaps everything. (laughs) He's like, Okay, everyone, welcome here to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stadium. Josuke is faster and stronger than Kira, but he's been beat up real bad and all Kira has to do is touch it once and he can turn into a bomb. A bold strategy. Let's see how it plays out. Josuke, unperturbed, keeps being real cool. And he just keeps punching. No, no, no. No, you can't diminish this uh, oh, this oh. awesome standoff where okay, he's, right. he's looking at him. I think he's got like one eye closed from the blood flow. He's all guts and, he's and like, shit. He's, he's straight up calling him out. This is a really direct parallel to um, Jotaro back in the day being like, if I was in a Western, I'd be like, it's high noon. But rather than doing some, some really stupid and funny monologue, yeah. Josuke's just like, all right, bring out your killer queen. Let's fucking get wrecked. <laughs> what is that what Josuke sounds like now? Yeah, because he's a delinquent. Oh, I thought his lungs been punctured, so he's like, I mean, all right then. Probably, yeah, he coughs up a lot of blood. Kira coughs up a lot of blood this episode too. God, They're both not doing great right now. This is like Metal Gear Solid 4 final act where Snake and Snake are both like, I'm going to punch you up, But bro. of course, one of the snakes is Ocelot. Liquid Ocelot. Who then reveals that he was only briefly possessed by a ghost. And the rest of the time just hypnotised himself to make him think he was possessed by a ghost. Mm, Classic. Classic. Classic ocelot. Or he went insane. Mm. Close up on their eyes. There's a division down the screen. Close Mm -hmm. up on each of their eyes. Close up on each of their hands. Western style. As they don't reach for revolvers. But at that pivotal moment... Each of their stands, classic stand style, emerges from their forms, starting at their hands, and just comes out and gets into it. It's and they so start. fucking cool. Oh, and there's a cool filter. Josuke's like all reddish right now with the um and the purple on Kira. He's wearing a white suit, obviously, but he's the filter mm-hmm. filter as if he is wearing his trademark purple suit from the start uh... of start of the Kira adventures. Yeah. I mean it's alright. Pretty cool, pretty cool. I feel like you're really selling it more than I am. I just think this is a really hype moment. I mean, it's all right. This is maybe my top YouTube JoJo moment. Where you're just like, man, I need a pick-me-up for the day. I need to see Kira well, getting Well, no, because if I'm after a pick-me-up, oh. I will watch JoJo. Dio. JoJo. Dio. 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 Jojo. And so on. Oh, so good. Listen to the first minute and a half of episode 100 if you want to find that easily. Oh, it's so good. Kira comes out. 
yep, Kira comes out. I just wanted to be accepted for who I was all along. No. Why um, didn't you just say that the whole time? Killer Kira? Queen emerges, goes in for the bomb make. Crazy Diamond holds off, punches him in the face so hard his metallic ceramic cat faceplate cracks. He flies backward. He comes in again with both of his arms. Josuke punches him in his arms real good. They basically flatten. Kira's like, oh no. I'm in a bad way, boys. And Josuke's like, oh yeah, here we go. Time to do the do-ra-ra-ra thing. So he begins the do-ra-ra thing. But uh, everyone's like, he did it. And Josuke's like, I did it. And Kira's like, he did it. But alas, alack, Unbeknownst even to him, Yoshikage Kira still has one trick up his sleeve. Well, more like in his torso. <laughs> more like in his garage door abs. <laughs> even though he didn't want it to happen. He didn't have the time to formulate such a cunning ruse. Two air bubbles have emerged from his jacked physique. Stray Cat with its simplistic cat-like mind is assuming, not unreasonably, that it's under threat. I mean, it is. Yeah. And has acted on its own accord. I guess Killer Queen got some sort of power over it. Uh, when it was doing the other air bubbles. Yeah. Kira's like, I didn't have time to make an air bubble. I thought it was just whenever it was exposed to sunlight. They've got a symbiotic relationship. Not unlike everyone in The Phantom Menace. True. True. No. <laughs> That's one of the big themes of that movie, as I keep uh, saying. Yeah, but it's just not a good film. <laughs> this is the sound of Liam being like, Nikita, yeah, um, Hinden me. Hindenburg probably slammed that out, but I just did a big sigh. A big sigh. The big sighs. Who's a big dun, sigh? Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> Kira's all like, wait. Nick, you, you used to join with me when we did the Big Nights theme. What happened to us? Wait, the Big Nights theme? Yeah. What was the Big Nights theme? You know, that thing I just did. Anyway. I've forgotten already. <laughs> Oh, no time to move, Josuke. It's a contact bomb. You've got to pop it with a with a bit of wood or a bit of glass. And Crazy Diamond impotently reaches out for a bit of glass, but it's just outside its reach. Tis in vain! Certainly couldn't snap one of those stair struts in his leg. No, but what happens if he cracked? Man, that would hurt a lot. And also... He could go into shock from doing that. And if it cracked in the wrong way, Liam. Mm -mm. Well, he's fucked. Yeah. Oh, Josuke's surely been defeated and Yoshikage Kira we've kind of skipped over it but has been doing a lot of monologues anytime anything has gone slightly his way this episode about how fate is truly on my side and he's doing that again now but then screen goes black energy swirl centers in the screen <gasps> the hand sound as vroom, Okuyasu's there slow pan up his body zoom in on his belt zoom in on his dollar signs and then here he is, alive somehow. Hip-cocked. The hand standing resplendent next to him, just casually hovering that contact air bomb above its palm. And then he just zoop, sends it to hell. And Okias is like, sometimes I wonder where it goes. But, but I'm, I'm not very smart. I'm a simple man, so I don't think about it. Anywho, I thought I was dead, but it turns out I'm not. Hey, what up, Josuke? Everyone's like, Okuyasu, you came back. For me, Josuke. <laughs> Everyone. Okuyasu closes his character arc by being like, all my life I just followed my brother and did what he told me to do. Because he never made any wrong decisions. Like when he started shooting people randomly with an arrow. But this time, I saw a light in a dream. Yeah. And in that dream, I was asked by my older brother, Keicho. Hey, Okuyasu, where are you going? And I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Mario. Well, he's like, I'm going to follow you, brother. Like I always do. Oh, yeah. And Keicho's essentially like, no, go back. Do your own thing. <laughs> so Okias is like, oh. Maybe well, I will. Well, I'll go to Mario then, where my buds are. Mm. See? I'm now okay. I'm not dead anymore. Fulfilling our quota of people this story who we thought were dead, but weren't. Like Joseph Joestar in part three. Like Joseph Joestar in part two. Yep, yep, tracks. And like Dio in part one. Who we definitely did kill, and then in part three just came back. No, when I was talking about, I mean, that too. Yeah. But I was talking about that when, head. Yeah, when he came yeah. back as a severed head. If you have to understand, Liam, we definitely killed him. <laughs> he was dead. He was cradled in his symbolic brother's dead body as a boat exploded. And then no, apparently not. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Joestar. 
Raw deal. Raw deal. But at the same time... Truly was the best of us. Well... You didn't want to get a tattoo saying, what would Jonathan do? I feel like someone would misconstrue that. Yeah, what would Jojo do? I want to get a tattoo on my um on my shoulder blade. Uh-huh. You know, that spot. The really, really painless bit. That's the, I mean, apparently that's a good first tattoo spot. Is it? Mm. I thought because it was right near the bone, it would be really hard. No, I've, heard, I've heard the opposite, but I'm not an expert. Haven't oh. had a tattoo. Okay. I want to get a tattoo of the old uh, the old Joe Star star. Uh-huh. Uh, surrounded by a magnifying glass because of my two podcasts. Ah, sneaky. Mm. I think that would be because my big thing about tattoos is that I've always been like. Don't know if there's anything I feel consistently enough about to want it on me forever. But I feel like after I've put in... 112 episodes? I mean, yeah, I've recorded... Uh, yeah, we have 112 episodes of JoJo's. Uh-huh. Uh, 80-ish episodes of Mystery Twins Detective Agency. And then 50 episodes of its prequel show, Teeves. Hmm. I think I've put in my time on this one. I don't know. I feel like you, you haven't quite earned it yet. Gotta put in my 10,000 hours. Yeah. I mean, if you count editing, it's probably getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> Editing, watching, research, which I used to do. Oh man, you remember those days? So young, so tattooless. Um, Josuke is crying like Okuyasu, you're such a loser, and Josuke is like, "Ah, oh, Josuke, you're in a real bad way, but you're fine." And uh, everyone's happy, and Kira's like, "No, but I'm Kira, <laughs> Kira, get him, Stray Cat." And Okuyasu is like, "Nah, vump, I have Stray Cat now." Kuchi kuchi ku. Ah. Then, then Koichi and friends come round the corner like, Look, Jotaro, I think I heard a gas explosion from over here. Certainly the only likely source of an explosion in secret sleepy Morio suburbs. Look, an injured man? Look, Josuke and friends. That boy. Why, that boy looks... Boy, what day is it? Why, it's Friday, July 16th, sir. Well, then there's still time. I want you to tell me if your dad's a serial killer. He is. All right. And I didn't die when you told me. I don't know why I'm speaking like this now, too. Uh, this is Koichi that yeah, you're meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, everyone else arrives. Uh, we also see, much like in a certain dice game, now there are fire engines everywhere. <laughs> uh, yep. So various bystanders have been drawn to the suburban explosions. For once. Koichi, Jonah, and Rohan are like, wait, that must be Yoshikage Kira. Serial killer and hand fetishist and our nemesis. That's interesting. He's fighting Josuke, Okiyasu, and his own son. Hayato's there being like, yeah, get fucked, Kira. Fuck you. <laughs> He's so hyped. Uh, and I suppose the moral of the story is that... Don't trust on fate. Even though Kira had fate on his side and... And was a samurai. And had so many stands... It couldn't overcome the power of friendship. The real secret to victory was quite literally the friends we made along the way. Because Akuyasu was a friend we made along the way. And Josuke would be dead if it weren't for him. That's true. But what if the moral of the story was actually something more like, don't be a serial killer? I don't think they're mutually exclusive, to be honest. Are you sure? Can you be certain of this? Everyone's like, Kira, get him. And close up on Kira's black dead eyes as he's like, this is not good for me. Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist. If only I didn't keep announcing my name out loud like that, this wouldn't have happened to me. To be continued. What if the police officers came up to him and were like, excuse me, sir, who are you? Yoshikage Kira. Oh, fuck. And that's it. I mean, I'm Kasaku Kawajiri, business cuck. <laughs> I apologise deftly for my failures. <laughs> Nick. Yes. Highlights and lowlights for this epi-weppy. My highlight, without a doubt, has to be the moment where there's a giant air bubble on Josuke's face. Oh, and, and he's, he's on the phone? And he's on the phone because he's like unperturbed, cool as shit. He knows what he's doing. And he's just like, hey, bring it forward a bit more, <laughs> bucko. And he's like, let it just brush off me. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. I don't know what that song is. I think it's pretty obvious what that song is. It's from Tangled. Let it snow? Anyway, um, I think it's pretty obvious what my highlight is. Is it Koichi? Yeah, it's when Koichi comes around the corner like, Oh look, it's Josuke! Uh, I haven't good. seen him for- No, it's um, that super cool stare down. Bring out your killer queen. Disgusting. Not picking Koichi. What is this? Mine yeah, that's how least... I feel when I play um, 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven on the PS4. <laughs> Literally every time you play, you're like, and Koichi. That game is r- ludicrously not great, but uh, <laughs> I think it's also pretty poorly balanced, but I'm not an expert on oh. these things. I'm pretty sure characters like Iggy and Koichi and uh, Pet Shop yeah. have really small hitboxes on account of being really small. But can they hit hard? I think so. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. Interesting. That's not the fighting game you want. <laughs> What's your low light though, Liam? My low light is probably a weird panty guy. Okay. Strange choice coming it's from you. just such a little self-contained vignette that, like, I guess what it serves to do in a manga release is remind us that this guy's a remorseless serial killer. But And it's a brief moment of levity ending in a grisly murder. But, sure. um... I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> You're just there like, yeah, but why would you get the panties on a stick? And you know, I really like this episode. This is kind of reaching for a low light. But if I do have to pick, and I do, that's the clear winner. Mm, mm, indeed. Indeed. You do have to pick a low light. My low light would probably have to be shock horror. <gasps> you might not like this, <gasps> but the ending. What? Yeah, I didn't like the ending at all. I'm curious. Because it's like, now we just have to wait more? <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> That's how TV works. But it's like, what could possibly fucking happen? He knows he's lost. Jotaro's there with time stop powers. Well, as I remarked to you, um, as we finished watching it, mm. next episode, just 23 minutes of everyone taking turns beating up Kira. Oh, man. I would be pretty satisfied. It's like that um, 10-page Dan of Steel beatdown or whatever. Oh, God. Where he's like, you know, I've been writing these things down. And let me tell you the things that you've done to anger me. Yeah, Jotaro pulls out like a 10-meter-long receipt for Kira uh, being like, everything you've done in the last 15 years. Killed Shigechi and thus ruined my chances of winning the lottery. Killed Raimi Sugimoto. Uh, killed a dog. Brought minor risk to Koichi's life. He did punch a hole in his chest. For Koichi. Kira did to Koichi. Yeah. He didn't punch it though, did he? With Killer Queen. Did he? Yeah. He oh. full on cacuined him. Oh. Oh, okay. Yep. You brought extreme, extreme risk to Koichi's well-being. And quite frankly, I won't stand for him. So I'm going to punch So him. here's your receipt. He just punches him in the face with it. He's like... But this isn't my receipt. Well, too bad. And then Josuke uses his fix powers to... um Repair him and punch him. To make the receipt part of his face. I feel like even though this is a bit, we're getting into our next segment. So I want to ask you, Nick. Yeah. Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist, is cornered and seemingly defeated. All our friends are there. All the ones that matter. Also, the emergency services. There you go. Plenty of public witnesses. And of course, Kira's thing has always been hiding out of the public eye. And now the press are going to come be like, were you caught in this gas explosion? (laughs) And if we use our infrared camera, I think we can make out the body of Yoshikage Kira there, in the Mm. oven, rotating slowly. (laughs) Yoshikage Kira sleeps in an oxygen tent, which he believes gives him sexual powers. The Simpsons, that one episode, which probably hasn't aged very well. Oh, it's aged extremely well. Nick. Yes. What is going to happen next time on the final episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable entitled Goodbye, Mario Town, The Golden Heart. Well, I'm going to cry first off. Yeah, me too, probably. Oh, it's been a journey. It's been a fucking journey. It's been a bizarre adventure. You used the joke. You used the joke, Liam. I've broken you down to your fundamental <laughs> essence and reconstructed you to say bizarre. Yeah, this whole thing's been one big boot camp. Shit, yeah. And now I die. Uh, well, okay, here's what's going to happen. Young little Kira. Koichi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, if only I could... You know um, the Always Sunny song, Little Boy? No. It's the one that's like... We talk about this a lot, every but episode. I haven't watched that show. It's like Little Boy, Little Man... Little Please boy, excuse I my voice you. this episode. I've got a bit of a throat thing going on. I will do no such thing. Um, it's like, little boy, I want you. And then they realise more and more that it sounds like she is a pedophile. Oh, okay. It's like, um, like that um, Troll Toll song. Yeah. That seems like, to be a running theme with the songs in that show. Yeah, to get into this boy soul, you got to... But it sounds like boy's hole. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and it's Danny DeVito, so he is... He's, he's a mint gentleman. He is incredible, like... 
Have you seen some of the things he's done as It's Always Sunny? No, but I'm just talking about him as a person. Oh yeah, no, he is 100% down for anything. Mm. Like he, he goes to a lot of like lectures on like racism and stuff and yeah. just, just quietly sits there and doesn't be Danny DeVito. <laughs> Excellent. He's just like really, he's the wokest celebrity. <laughs> At the same time, he also had an episode where he was inside one of those, um, you know, those things that you climb up when you're a kid and they're like round. Like a jungle gym? Yeah, but they're like a pipe. Like a McDonald's play center? Yeah, kind of. In like a public playground, he's stuck in one of them and he's like, hey, you need to get me out of here. I'm stuck. Don't ask me what happened. And they're like, uh, why are you in your underwear and nothing else? It's like, don't, just, just don't no ask. questions asked. Yeah, just get me out of here. Okay, I need to get out. All right, I need to get out. Like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that for the whole episode. So is this what you think is going to happen next time? I'm getting to that. Um, the song, Little Boy, I wish... I wish I could set a Koichi song to that rhythm, but Koichi doesn't fit the syllable count for boy. Mm -hmm. So, but it does fit for Koichi. Koichi, Koichi, something, something, something. And then I can just add whatever I want. I'm pretty sure, I wasn't entirely listening, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you just said, Koichi doesn't fit the thing for little boy. Gasp, but it does for Koichi. <laughs> I did say that, yes. Uh, anyway, so Koichi's going to have a great life. Right? Koichi's going to have a big show-stopping musical number. Okay, what's actually going to happen? Right, okay, so here's what's going to happen, right? Here's what's going to happen. Josuke is going to be all like, hey guys, friendship. Yep. We're going to punch each other the fuck down. <laughs> each other? We're going to punch Kira the fuck down. Oh, you know like, you know, like when Sailor Moon... When all the other sailors have been murdered by Queen Beryl on the moon or whatever. Uh, and then they're doing like a big beam battle and she's losing it. But then the ghosts of her friends come and help her hold her rod. Yes. And she's like, gonna win now. Yes. That? But, that. With, but with punches? Yes. Like a manly as fuck version of that. Yeah. Like a Power Rangers version of that. Um, so he's gonna be all like... Kira's just there in the middle here with everyone and then a police officer will be like excuse me sir I'm gonna have to ask you to evacuate are you okay sir and you then, are very wounded and then all of them are gonna be like um well we can take it from here officer if you even think about exploding anyone Speedwagon Foundation move along move along yeah Josuke is sitting over there he can repair any of us and uh, if you try to blow him up I'm gonna stop time and, and immediately kill you snap your neck yeah. pull out your heart yeah basically and then eat that heart and get those sweet killer queen powers. And Kira's just going to be like, I didn't want any attention put on me. What have I done? I wanted to be like a plant. Can can anyone make me into a plant? Does, it, does anyone have a stand that can turn me into a plant? Josuke walks up. If all you wanted was to be a plant, you, you could have just asked. I mean, Josuke probably could do yeah, that. He's turned Angelo into a stone. So and that guy into a book. So, I mean, you could do it easily. Okay, so they're going to beat down on him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. outside of police sight. But invisibly <laughs> with their stands. So that'll be fun. Does Hayato get a couple of kicks in? Why wouldn't he? What, what kind of fucking sick question is that? <laughs> um, Hayato will be all like, you stay the fuck away from my mum. So it's, it's going to be a pretty quick, just like bundle him up and beat him up. There's not going to be yep. any further. I think there might be He a won't moment. be causing us any more trouble. He's not going to pull out a gun or anything. Be all like, everyone stay back. He's just going to be all like, I've lost. I can't do it. Fate has well, wrecked me. He's going to like try something and then Joe DeRoe will time stop and shoot him in the eye. Precise. Well, not shoot, but... Yeah, I meant punch. <laughs> I think what you really mean, Liam, is star finger him. Yeah. He's bringing it back and then he's going to inhale him and get his powers. That'll be all wrapped up. In a neat little package. So then I have to figure out what happens to everyone. Yeah. So, Koichi went on to become prom king. I mean, yeah, obviously. But how many years will pass, I wonder? Oh, we're going to get like a big time thing? Where well, it's yeah, like, I think it'll be... Jodoro uh, became president of Georgia, just like Smokey before him. Uh, uh, Josuke graduated. Uh, Okiyasu was held back. Uh, um, Tomoko got over Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar died peacefully in his sleep. Uh, the Invisible Baby, still invisible. I don't think any of these are true. Uh, so, okay, here's what I think is going to happen. Let's start from the top. Josuke. He will uh, graduate school and then go on to become uh, something of a successful person. Field? He's not going to be a biologist. He's got those fixie powers. True. Maybe he'll be a doctor. That's an idea that I've heard tossed around about people like 
people's like ideas for future Josuke's a lot, but he can I, repair I, things I, anyway. Yeah, so. I don't think it's don't think it's out of character for him. But I think mm-hmm. for reasons that I will also go into a bit more detail on next episode, if I remember. Yeah, he would make a very good paramedic. A very good paramedic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just him would. and Okiyasu cruising around in their ambo. <laughs> oh no, there's something over there. Whoop! Yeah. Kill four people to get to them, but that, do that it fix immediately. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he'll graduate, he'll go on to, I think maybe, he will become a police officer. Like his Like grandfather. his grandfather. Yeah. I think that would be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Koichi, the most important. He will stay in school. Kids. Yeah, basically, he'll just stay in school. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think enough time will have passed. And my life goes on. Here in Sleepy Morio, which has no more dark secrets behind those white picket fences, we found them all and turned them into local landmarks. Precise. Maybe he becomes a farmer. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he's going to become a bad boy, though. We know Ooh. that. Well, he already is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Fair. He'll outgrow his bad boy phase and be all like, well, that was dumb. I'm going to yep. be a farmer. So Yukako. Yukako will happily marry Koichi. As soon as she graduates. Yep. And they'll be like, aren't we happy together? This is weird. Okiyasu. Uh, Okiyasu will uh, leave Mario and be all like, I have to do some soul searching and going to Tibet. Um, I'm going to learn Hamon. Exactly. We're bringing it back. Uh, Jotaro will be all like, yare yare, I'm going back to study like whales and shit. Yep. Joseph. Joseph will die. Cool. Yep. I reckon he'll, well, how old is he now? Very. And he does have a baby. (laughs) I reckon what might actually happen is... Okay, if Joseph gives the baby to to Tomiko... Whoa. Because he's like, look, I've been a terrible father. I left you... Another child. I left you to be an absentee single mother. And I'm doing it again. Also... And now I die. Also, it's invisible. Uh, <laughs> Challenge mode. Or maybe just the Speedwagon Foundation just adopts the baby. They feel like the best equipped <gasps> people to raise an invisi baby. Jotaro adopts the baby. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah. It's like... We don't get this, but I always thought it would have been a cool idea for a future um, Jojo part about adopted invisible baby. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be rad. Because what happens to And like you and she would get some slightly more protagonisty powers, but still have the invisible stuff going on. But she mm. could also, you know, do a punch ghost. But who am I? Why am I invisible? Where did I come from? Uh, so yeah, we'll have that. Uh, Tonio. Tonio is still alive. Great. He will just remain in his restaurant forever. Rohan. Actually, no, you know what? Tonio might go back to Italy. Ah, uh, yeah. Italy. Uh, Coming soon. Tonio's Bizarre Adventure. God. Rohan will... Continue making his manga, but maybe we'll see him again because he's the best character ever. Ah. And he needs to come back. Quote, unquote, Nick, 2019. (laughs) Um, who else? Kira. He might die? I think they will kill him, but also I think they might not. They might do some kind of, like, poetic irony shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now he's trapped in his own explosions. Um, Werewolf Man Oh, he gets, um, time-looped. Ooh, werewolf man. Yeah, werewolf man. Sniffy boy. Nutrient lab. Oh, uh, Yuya Fungami. Exactly. He's a werewolf. Um, so he... Weird. He'll be all like, good work. I'm out of here. Vroom, vroom. Just, Come on, babes. Yeah. Vroom around the country. And that's the last we'll see of him. Rami Sugimoto and Arnold. Uh, they will pass on into the afterlife now that Kira has been dealt with. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, ah. Oh. And now I or, ascend to heaven. Or they'll or just... Or go to hell. Or maybe they'll just chill around Mario a lot. They'll be like, well, we don't have to stay in this alley anymore. Oh, we're free. We we're can free. be... We can live the youth we never got. And then we can pass on. Exactly. But in the sense... And Arnold's like, I can talk now. Except because he has no larynx. It'll be like... <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, his um, stand that lets him talk is called Pet Sounds. <laughs> anyway, so she's still dead. Make no mistake. Uh, but you can't fix that yeah. unless um, you stick your stand into his heart and start beating it again and then get people to transfuse him full of blood, like at the end of part three. Oh god. Uh, so who else is there? Um, Hazamata. Hazamata will never be seen again. Who was next? Um, Who's the mum? Tomoko. We, I feel like Shinobu. we covered Tomoko. Oh, Shin- yeah. Shinobu and Hayato. Okay. Hayato will continue going to school. Shinobu being none the wiser of what the fuck happened. He'll become a bit less of a creep. 
No. Because now he's confident in himself and doesn't need to just like mutter about shutter speeds. No, I think he's still going to be very creepy, but he'll be all like, I'm going to film nature now. Like on the this, grass. On the grass. Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, he'll just be like, <gasps> Shinobu, in- her husband never came home. And now or she'll be he? all like, oh, that is a shame. But to be fair, he was always useless. But now I'm going to get on Tinder. Yeah, maybe she finds someone better who's not a serial killer and or useless prick. Mm. Who else is there? Who oh, else? Alien Man. Yep. Alien Man will be all like, I was an alien all along. Back to my home planet now. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, do you have a spaceship? It's like, no. Goodbye. <laughs> and they're like, where are you going? You're just walking off. I'm going to my home planet now. Fuck off. He just like goes into a house. Exactly. But then the house takes off or does it? Ooh, maybe it just vanishes. Maybe it's the real invisible baby Ooh. all along. Yep, that's creepy. Yep. Uh, Akiyasu's dad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we won't see him or <laughs> get any closure. He'll on live him. in that basement. Forever. Or attic. Yeah. yeah you know, he's... The, the, the top basement. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what Manic is, isn't it? <laughs> so he'll just live there forever. No closure. Okay, I'll say we'll, sl- we'll swipe him away in a drunken fugue one day. <laughs> Dad, why don't you understand me? Vroomf. Oh, no. Real character development right there. Yep. Anyone else? None of the luck. Oh, him. His name escapes me at the moment. Yeah. He'll probably come back briefly mm-hmm. and just be all like, hey. How you going? I'm still around, part of the town. By the way, you owe me money. Yeah. It's like, um, fuck off. The Angelo Stone. Oh, that's still there. Yeah. The book. That's still there. Yep. Mario. Golden City of Opportunity. <laughs> well, not for Kira. Ah, ah, sucker. And until next time. Oh, should we mention the Patreon reshuffle? No, check the Twitter if you want more information. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to do it this week, I guess. So. Yep, sure. So I look forward to that. Yay. All right. Until next time. To, to be, be continued. continued.